Welcome to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice. There's no acceptable alternative if you want a plan to live well and on your terms. Complete financial advice equals complete peace of mind. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to Retire Right with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Today, Larry has a special guest in, and that is Donna Martini. And Donna lives in Oyster Bay, New York. And as a wellness activist, writer, coach, speaker, and cartoonist, Donna Martina has spent over 25 years educating the public about love, forgiveness, and everything wellness. With her trademarked seminars called Positive Manipulation, which I absolutely love that title, she helps thousands of students and employees learn how to utilize their innate gifts, spiritual prowess, and human potential. She has authored two books and is now a songwriter with her first music video production called One Nation's Heart. Her first book, The Ten Commandments of Divorce, helps separating and divorced couples maintain their marital vow to love and honor for the sake of their children. And My Mini Book of Mighty Mantras offers readers 369 mantras to help them achieve their most positive mindset. Her cartoon character, Mantra Mouse, is engaging people of all ages while delivering a national message of love and unity. And I'll be honest, I cheated a little bit before the podcast. I, uh, I went to the website. She's got a coloring book, which is fantastic. So you've got to check that out. Larry, thank you so much for bringing Donna in today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Eric. Thank you. Hi, Donna. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited to be here with you. Larry, how did you meet Donna? So I was lucky enough to be sitting on the front row of a, a little talk she was giving about wellness and and she started to talk about some of her, you know, personal experiences. And I started to relate to some of those personal experiences and, you know, what she was thinking and her positive energy. And personally, I was going through some things. So I thought it'd be great to kind of meet with her one-on-one and, and go through and discuss that and improve my positive energy. So uh, I did, and we've been talking since, and she's great. And everybody out there should meet with her one-on-one. It is an experience you won't you won't forget. So Donna, thank you so much for joining us today. But thank you because I need to get the word out there about our ability to heal and 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 really to bring forth the, the kind of future we are entitled to that we really want to live. And we're just not taught this anywhere, you know? So the idea is to get it out there with as many people as I can. And you've been so kind to say these great things about me and to also allow me to be on your podcast. Well, they're definitely a true. So we definitely want to get the word out there. That's why I want to do this podcast. So for everyone listening out there, hopefully they'll learn something today, um, whether or not they contact Donna in the future. Um, but I think we, the audience will be really interested in to hear what she has to say. So why don't we just go, jump right into it and let, let's talk about what you call positive manipulation. What is positive manipulation? But basically, it's an innate an eight ability that we all have. We're already manipulating ourselves on a certain level. I mean, you're sitting in traffic, somebody cuts you off, you're not ramming into the back end of that car, are you? You manipulate yourself. I'm trying not to. <laughs> you try not to. You say to yourself, that's not a good idea. You might feel like you want to, or you might want to yell, you might want to curse. But basically, instead, you'll say, you know what? I don't want anything to ruin my peace in the car right now. And so you manipulated your thoughts or your emotions or whatever it is. Some people are already in a state where they don't care if someone cuts them off. And maybe they've manipulated themselves in the past, so they, they use the manipulation tool in other ways. But so we're doing this process deep down to make sure that we're decent citizens. Most of us are. 
What I teach is to take it to the next level, to understand how you're physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually connected in every way, shape, or form. All those four aspects are working with or against one another. So we want to bring everything into the most positive state of being that we can be so that everything is working together for your best self, your best future. Yeah. And and so how do you kind of, you look at this energy and why, you know, why don't we understand and teach energy manipulation? I, I don't know. I really don't. It's a question mark that I have in my head because we've known about energy for decades now. We know what we're made of. We're made of light, scalar, and sound energy to be exact. We're on a molecular level with just a bunch of water molecules. We're almost exclusively water molecules. Even our bones are. And so you and I are both made of water molecules and we have water molecules between us. So we're exchanging energy on a molecular level all the time. So now multiply this out with every person that you meet. Multiply our energy out, meaning your emotions and the emotions that you create and the thoughts you create, create another energy. So now we're transferring these thoughts, these emotions. You know, you've walked into a room and you felt the room. You felt people, whether they feel good to you, whether they don't feel good to you. There's an energy there that's being created. And if they don't feel good to you, what are they trying to do? It's almost as if your energy is changing to suit that person or going against that person because you don't like to be around them. So what I teach is to be able to stay in your own center to create your best energy and allow that to affect change between you and another. So you're never manipulating another person. You're always manipulating yourself to be your best mindset, your best emotional state, your best physical state as well, meaning interior, inside your body, and whatever's outside of yourself. And that will help you stay more in tune with your spiritual side, which professes to have the best life planned for you, right? I mean, everybody would probably say their soul is thinking better than their human self is. Yeah, so you know, how do you get people, especially negative people or negative energy to turn into positive energy? Well, first we don't say negative people. We would say somebody who's sitting in a negative state, because I can guarantee you that if you saw me on a bad morning, you would think I was a negative person, but you know, I'm not a negative person, right? right? I'm a positive person, but sometimes we all can get into a negative state of being. So the first thing we should do is consider everyone as a soulful being that has the opportunity to rise. And when we do that, we're already giving out love. We're already putting our mindset out to give that other person the benefit of the doubt. And then at the, the second time, the second point is to allow for the greatest potential within ourselves to not be affected by someone else's negative statements or actions or whatever, but instead to take ownership of our own energy and bring out the best of ourselves, whether it's love, compassion, tolerance, whatever that emotion is at that, that time that's necessary we would bring that out first and foremost and ask the question maybe of ourselves, how did I get involved in this? You know, like put the onus on yourself to understand what you're attracting, why you're maybe in this position with someone. Um, And then if it's a happenstance, like suppose you're in the supermarket and you're standing next to someone who's reeking of their negativity at that moment. Okay. So you ended up on the line behind them. You could have chosen five other lines to go to, but for whatever reason you're ending up behind them, You can just say, am I supposed to affect positive change in this person? And then ask yourself too, maybe I'm the only person in this entire store who can. Maybe this person really needs it. And that's how far we can take the manipulation process. If it's about family members and we're we're in a family with, you know, people who are continuously negative or they have issues that they can't get beyond, the more love we pour on that, the more opportunity this person has to rise in their own self. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So when you said manipulation, you're really, you're manipulating yourself, but you're also trying to 
not only would you say manipulate this other person? No, or? we're manipulating the energy between us. So in other words, that other person is in a bad mood. All of a sudden, you're in a bad mood because the other person's in a bad mood. So you could say they manipulated you, but basically you have, you have the opportunity to do whatever you want with your own energy, your own mind, your own heart. You don't have to allow someone to affect change in you. Well, it goes in reverse as well. But the more love you pour out, the more opportunity someone has to merge with you in that love. If you go ego to ego and you go negative to negative, you get nowhere. But if one person in a group of two decides to pour it on and be good, rise up in their own energy and make the best of it, most symbiotic outcome that can, you know, they can achieve, then you have way more power and potential to create that positive outcome. The other person may or may not merge with that goodness, but I've seen in my life and my experiences, almost everyone does because it is on a soulful level, believe it or not. And when you do engage in goodness, there is way more power than even you can generate on your own. Yeah, I mean, and I, I like I said before, I you know I, I've seen it firsthand when you when you take some of the negativity that you're going through and the negative energy, turn it into positive energy. How you can improve both your personal outlook and also your business outlook, and it's just amazing on the on, on that type level. Um, so Donna has a lot of things on her website, but we'll talk about that later. But, you know, she's also, you know, written a few books. So why don't you tell us about, you know, Mantra Mouse and your new book and how it can really help people? Well, my mini book of Mighty Mantras is the name of this last, latest book. And the mascot is Mantra Mouse. And I created a mascot because the book is like, you, it's heavy. Like what we're talking about right now, it's heavy. Okay. And like people are like, I don't want to deal with this. You know, I just want to live my life. I don't want to manipulate anything. So Mantra Mouse basically delivers this message in a benign way <laughs> and kind of in a funny way, in a comical way in certain times and other times just to lighten up the idea that, you know, we have the power to create change and create energy we are around us. We're responsible for that energy too. Sometimes people don't want to admit to that. But if you think about the idea of, uh, of a mouse and how tiny it is and how innocuous it is, but how many people aren't terrified of a mouse if they saw one in person? So the, we have to like address our own energy sometimes that way, where we need to make that the energy that we have in our own hearts and our own minds the most positive we can. Because the flip side of that is it can be a terrifying life to lead if we're in negativity all the time. Our own negativity and how that predicates uh, illness in our own body, how it um, determines perhaps our work and what we're doing for a living, how it affects our family. So if we can flip and we can say positive mantras every day, which is what the book is about, just keeping our mindset as positive as we can. And there's 369 mantras in that book for you to be able to access. So you're made of sound energy, utilize that. Say these all day long if you need to and undo any negative mindset. Everything in the book is based on principles uh, that you've heard of and that are basically innate within you. So when you read them, there'll be realizations. Right. I won't put you on the spot, but give us one of the man- mantras that you that you like from the book so the audience can get an idea. Of okay. what My favorite that I use all the time when I'm in any kind of anxiety, because, you know, I'm, I teach this stuff, but I'm still a human being uh, and I get affected by things that are going on around me. And so I say, I have faith in the powers that be. I believe in me. And I just repeat that over and over and over again. I have faith in the powers that be. I believe in me. And it lifts me. It makes reminds me that I am more that that there's more than me at my disposal. There is a whole energetic body around me. There is a higher knowing, higher power. Now, some people don't believe in a higher knowing and higher power. So I want to say to you right now, it's there whether you believe in it or not. Okay, because we we engage all the time, two, three, four, five people. 
you just were telling me before we started this podcast about 60 Minutes and how how many people during that mass shooting in the uh, was synagogue, right? Was it synagogue? Synagogue in Pittsburgh. Right. And how many people of all faiths gathered around to help everyone from the synagogue? Am I right? Correct. That is a cumulative energy that we created that's way bigger than just individual people. At 9-11, we felt the same thing. We had so much love for one another. After 9-11, we actually had an impact on crime. There was reduced amount of crime, a huge percentage of, of decrease in crime in New York and the surrounding area because we were generating so much love for one another and respect and honor and all those other compassion, all those other emotions. So there is something higher than what we sit in as a human. So the book is all about trying to understand it, 50 pages worth of the science behind it and 150 pages worth of those mantras. You pick one a day if you want, two a day, whatever it takes to keep yourself in the most positive state you could be. And of course, there is a coloring book to go along with it, which is for children. You know, we have to give them a little bite-sized, you know, mantras that they can believe in and understand. And I did that for schools specifically. Um, the Mantra Mouse book, my mini book, is also a kind of a wellness program for businesses. So if you were to buy them for your employees, people can do them individually, or you can grab one mantra a day for your, your entire, you know, staff. If everybody's on the same page, your, your office culture changes when, every, when people start grasping these concepts. And they're all based on goodness, love, tolerance, forgiveness, one of the biggest ones, forgiveness and unity. That's my, you know, unity is where I'm trying to head this country in. So you, you actually do some wellness programs for businesses? Yes, that is one of my primary businesses. Besides being a writer, I do public speaking and I do seminars and um, I create wellness programs for different companies. Everyone has a different need. So I do custom programs or I'll just do seminars that I've given often, you know, to businesses. And it's all about trying to help the business, help the employees be healthier, live their lives healthier, healthier mindsets and bodies. Sometimes I go into a business and I'm helping them feng shui because the energy in the office is really about the mess that they're in. There's certain ones that are there because I'm there because they have the majority of people are obese. They sit all day. So they need programs based on food and moods and this and that. So it's always something different. And I do the same thing for schools. I'm pro bono though to all schools and not-for-profits mm -hmm government agencies, the military, police, all that. I really want to get the message out there. So I asked for legitimate corporations, you know, money-making corporations. That they hire me. I use the money they give me to then go out and do pro bono work. So Great. So how long did it take you to write the book? My mini book of Mighty Mantras? Okay, this is funny. It, I wrote it in less than six weeks because I had 450 pages of messages and mantras that I wrote for the last seven, eight years on Facebook. Mm. So I, and, and everywhere else, and I had just amassed so much writing that I pulled and extracted all the best kind of pearls to string together for this book. And it took me about a year and a half to edit it and to put it together, but it didn't take me a long time to write it. Oh, huh, that's interesting. So you, you have a lot of different things going on. So what, what, why don't you tell me, you, you talked to me a little bit before that you just became a songwriter. Yeah, I was sitting in a church one day a few years back and a song came into my head and I brought it to a friend who is a composer and he helped me bring the melody that I had and, and I, I sort of one fingered on the keys on the piano to get the, to get the notes and we made a song out of it between him and a, and a singer. 
uh, who's also a songwriter. And it's called One Nation's Heart. And it's, I'm sorry, the first song, the first song I wrote was, um, was called Call On Me. And it was about that Jesus moment. So this is about, it was a spiritual song. The second song I wrote came to me when the country was in such a bad state during the, uh, let's see, when the Republicans were fighting for the nomination and we had like maybe 20 of them and they were, they were beating each other up on the debate stage. And I thought, and Trump looked like he was going to win and I'm not against anyone, but I saw where we were going. I saw the negativity coming. And so I came up with the song called One Nation's Heart, hoping to lead us towards unity because I knew if we didn't become unified and we kept fighting and pulling apart, things would get so much worse for our country and for our kids. Um, we haven't been able to heal one of our issues, not one, as far as I can see, Neil. So I'm really motivated to help us see that unless we can agree on what we can agree on, we're not going to heal all of our issues. Our children are dying. Suicide is huge. We're the number one country right now in the world for depression, mental illness, and anxiety. Did you know that? Yeah, I did that. You know, well, we're creating a lot of our issues from food and um, electromagnetic frequencies. And then, of course, the negativity that we keep fighting on up top levels, even our divorce, you know, and our divorce rate is creating a lot of issues for our kids. So I want to help that in some way. And the song is about standing for unity. Can you download that? The song is an add on. They can actually, you can see it anytime you want on my website, on mantramouse.com under this, under uh, the movement. There's a, and there's a video. I produced my first music video and it's a, an encapsulation of our history, where we've been and how far we've come. Um, and we have come far. We have done so many amazing things in our country and changed so many old belief systems. Don't you agree? We do. But, you know, it just seems that, that for every, for as we take one step forward, there's a lot of people, you know, small groups of people making us taking a step step back, whether it's, this, you know, the terrorist shootings or just people just not, you know, not agreeing with each other. Well, I think that sometimes, especially with 9-11, you know, sometimes things have to get worse before they can get better. I think 9-11 proved to us that love can conquer, that we really can unite and really care about one another in a level where it would heal so much around us. We don't want another 9-11, though. We want to just, let's just do it without the 9-11. But all these incidents, all these shootings are just showing us the, the disease that is affecting our country, the hatred, and we're not addressing those issues. We're not addressing this perfect storm that's coming together, and which includes, by the way, every one of us and our negative attitude about what we don't think we can accomplish, that we blame it on everybody else. Right. So, so it's not just the big picture of the country. It's, it's your individual, you know, emotions and negativity and outlook and how you can go from, you know, to a much positive energy to, to get people to rally behind you. Larry, I have worked on a smaller level. I'll work with one individual who has a very negative office environment, and they want to know what they can do to create change. And once I get done coaching them, they go into the office, they do the magic of positive manipulation, they pour on their own power and potential, their own love energy and everything else, and I hear from them a week later, and they're telling me that people who actually acted as they hated them before are now friends with them. This happens time and again. I know that we can do these, follow these principles because they're, they're human gifts. They're our human gifts, the potential to manipulate energy and just pour out whatever goodness we want to and affect change in others. That's always been the case. 
prayer works. We heal other people what, through our words and our prayer and the energy that's there. This is, this is not like, you know, this is, this is, this is real. Let's just put it that it's, this is real and science is now proving it. In fact, one person they're saying can affect change in a hundred hmm. in the energy of a hundred. So that's, and I've done it. I've done it in rooms where they're about to break out into a fight in a bar and I poured it on the love energy. And all of a sudden there was somebody coming to the microphone. Let's, let's just be calm. Let's just, you know, care about one another and have a good time tonight. So it, could I prove that it was Donna Martini doing that? No. But if, it, if I didn't try and we did break out into a fight, I'd be saying to myself, I wish I would have at least tried. And I think that's what we need to do. Don't doubt the process. Don't doubt your ability. Just do it and watch how amazing things change, especially in a work environment, because that's kind of small. You know, I mean, in the country, it seems very big, but your family, your office, this is a simple place to do it. And on the, the next level, when we get groups of us together, we can literally affect change in our country. So on the business level, you're seeing companies improve productivity after going through? Everything. So, well, you know, how, how much productivity can you have when you're fighting with people in the office or everybody's kind of negative at one another and fearful of going to work or don't want to have to deal with people or they feel someone's energy? They feel like they have no power. They feel like they have nothing that they can, you know, offer to help change this. They're stuck with this person they call negative person, okay? And once I teach people the process of positive relation and they understand the power and potential they have to create change. They move in and they start doing it. They might doubt it at first, but they don't not do it. In other words, they don't keep that from that doubt from engaging in the process. And then once they see the change, they start doing it all the time. Um, And that's just one form of positive manipulation. It could be on a physical level where that person who's quote unquote negative, I could have a, a meeting with them. And all of a sudden we find out that they're eating a lot of sugar all day. And that's predicating their moods. And they don't even realize how much of what they eat is affecting them. They don't want to be negative. They don't want to be angry, but they feel it. And so when we change their diet, they become more positive. You can't have a, a, a clean body or clear, a clear head without a clean body, or you can't have clean emotions until you rid yourself of whatever negative is in there. So whether it's cleaning up their past or functuating the crap out of their life or changing their diet, they become healthier being. And that no healthy being wants to be angry or wants to be in a negative mood. Trust me. Everybody who's healthy wants to be, is, is happy. Hmm. So you do a lot of different things, public speaking, songwriting, writing. Do you have a favorite mode of expression? I, I have it. I love it all. I love this. I love what we're doing now. Anytime where I can express myself in this way and talk about love, I'm happy. Sometimes I can't talk about love in certain circumstances <laughs> And it's frustrating because people shut down, you know, like in a business setting, sometimes you can't do that. But I believe that the more I can be me and the more I can share what I have learned, the happier I become, the more supercharged I become. So it's all for me. It's all, it's all fun. I could just sit for hours and just draw cartoons, the Mantra Mouse cartoons, or just sit at the piano and write a song and be just as happy coming and speaking out in public at a group. Right. So how long do you go if you have a real non-believer, you know, before you say, you know, we can't manipulate, you know, positivity into to this person? I never had that yet. So another, I, I have given up and said, okay, and leave it to my higher knowing and my higher power is God. And say, I say, you take over, but mm-hmm. I'm just sending out loving energy, irrespective, you know, of, I don't have to see the change in the person. I don't need to be validated to know that once I do that, it can help them. 
Um, and I think that they, they'll come back to me later and say, you know, I was your biggest opponent. Uh, you know, I was against you the most. And now I believe in you the most. I've had that happen on Facebook alone. And you have to know when you're pushing someone, when your desire to be right is pushing them instead of your desire for them to be who they want to be and who they are. Hmm. So speaking of Facebook, so I see that you're on Facebook Live. Are you, are you able to really connect with people through social media outlets? Yes, absolutely. I think it's been the greatest gift for me. I feel like I sometimes say Facebook was created just for this message. And I think it's going to be very useful moving forward. I feel like in the past, there was a lot of negativity, um, political stuff pushing back and forth. But now I see more and more people trying to be positive, more and more pages about positive sayings and mantras. Yeah, you showed me one today. Where did you find that today? You you showed a beautiful, positive uh, mantra. That was somebody um, posted on probably on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, and I just took it from I just yeah. took that mantra from uh, from there. Social media, I think, is a way for us to connect in an extremely positive way to share our messages and also to learn from one another. So, and I could not afford as a pro bono coach, I couldn't afford to do that in any other way. Um, and my message is a little bit more forward, so maybe people on television or radio are not ready for it, but um, on Facebook, I can just flip on the live switch and have my own television program every night if I wanted to. And you're getting feed, you get direct feedback from that. Absolutely. So I know what I'm saying is working and I know what I'm saying needs, needs work. <laughs> so yeah. And, and I also know what people are resonating with and what people are ready for. That's important because I might know something that I really want to say, but if it's not going to help people, it doesn't make any sense. I don't want to alienate more people than I attract. Mm-hmm. And I find that um, when people are ready to hear the message, they'll come to me, they'll message me, they'll ask for it. It's been a, been a true blessing. I can't say enough about it. Hmm. So everyone out there, you can hear our positive energy right through the speaker that, that I can as, as well. So Donna, talk to me about your long-term goals for you, yourself. And you know, we talked a bit about the country. So uh, why don't you explain a little bit about your, your goals? Well, I'm just trying to plant as many seeds as I can. I'm hoping that our I can have an, a positive influence this next election going forward, that the leadership will take hold of this message. I think there's more leaders now, more potential uh, nominees who are talking about love. So I think people like me who are talking, 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 they have, they're having an influence, which is awesome. So I'm going to keep going in that direction. Uh, Mantra Mass is now available on all kinds of merchandise. I'm hoping to get sponsors so that I can stay out there for free. I really just want to be able to talk without worrying on the back end about, uh, you know, making money per Mm -hmm. se. I want to keep working full time, my 90, hundred hours a week, but to be able to give that message to as many people as I can for no cost. Because there are a lot of public speakers out there who charge a lot of money and it precludes some people from going and getting that message. People who need it the most, people in jail and prison, um, people who are, you know, addicted and not doing well or homeless. These are all the people that I've coached all the way up to the multimillionaires. So let's spread that goodness and try to get the message out to as many people as we can. Absolutely. That, that's terrific. Um, anything else that we didn't really talk about today in positive manipulation or anything else you wanted to bring back up? You know, that has written, you know, another book is, is mentioned in the uh, opening on, on divorce, which I would recommend to everybody. Anything else you want to well, actually, I'll just put it back to you and ask you, like, when you've heard me speak so many times now, what was what's the one thing that helps you that stands out? Because that helps me to inculcate that message. Well, you know what? So the one thing that I heard from you the first time I heard you speak is that you weren't afraid to talk about your past experiences and how that you use those past experiences to grow 
and impact your, your, your future experiences. And just the, you know, the, the, there was somebody who was, had some negativity at the speaking and just had to turn that around and, and the positivity on that. Yeah, which, someone lashed out at me at that talk, right? <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, it was almost blew me away. I was like a little <laughs> bit in shock, but I turned it back around. And uh, that is the positive manipulation tool. I offered him love because I felt his pain, literally. Right. So, you know, so we all have things that we're going through personally. So when you can kind of separate those and, and have a third party kind of get you out of that mindset and bring you back to the positive energy, it not only improves your business life, improves your personal life, improves your outlook, and you just feel better, you know, every day of life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's what I got from speaking with you or hearing, you know, hearing you speak. Well, that's why I want to multiply that out because so many people are suffering. There's work environments that are very unhealthy, school environments that are unhealthy. We have all this anxiety when we don't really have to have that. So let's just try to help one another get that message out. That's and then I teach people how to be their own coach and to help coach others so that they don't need me. <laughs> that's the, the whole, <laughs> they get out of business. <laughs> that's, no, that's okay because I'll just keep writing till the day I die. I love writing and I love you know being able to write music. And But the point is that we need to start engaging these principles. We need to learn about how powerful we really are. And those tools, those innate tools, man, it's just if you start using them, you're going to rise and rise and rise. You're going to explode with such amazing goodness and, and the feeling of super being superpowered, supercharged. Uh, and then it's going to take you on a, an incredible journey of more and more healing and wellness. Yeah. So for those of you listening to some of my retirement podcasts, you, you know, I always talk about visualization. So coupling the visualization with the future positive energy to me was an aligning, you know, aligning, I don't want to say moment when you can combine the two of those together. Absolutely. Your sound, okay, scalar and light energy. Scalar energy is a, an energy that cannot die, okay? It's a holds and retains information and it works together with the, what they call the field. So when you are holding on to a positive vision of what you want and you're repeating to yourself what that is out loud, you're, act, you're like literally engaging every single part of your brain, your body, your emotions, everything all at the same time. Now you become a supercharged being that's literally directing yourself down the path of where that future exists. Like you can't help but walk into a future that you are emotionally and mentally preparing for. What other future would you be walking into, right? Right, but you're also walking into the future that you've seen. Yeah, it's familiar. It's the right path. There's a thousand choices you can make in a day. You're going to choose that exact path that has that exact future. It's just silly to not think any other way. It's silly to doubt ourselves. It's silly to doubt this process in the system. It's here. We know people who are set very successful in life in many different ways. And we can take from that. Yeah, not everybody is living, you know, in poverty or in sickness or whatever. Just imagine your best life with that is what it looks like to you. And then all of a sudden, the ways and means to get there all of a sudden start showing up. Absolutely. So, Donna, I want to thank you for coming today. Um, if you'd like to contact Donna, you can reach out to her on, on her website, mantramouse.com, or feel free to email her at Donna at DonnaMartini.com. So thank you, Donna. Thank you. Thanks for this opportunity. I really appreciate it, Larry. What a beautiful message, Larry. Thank you so much for bringing Donna in. Donna, again, thank you so much. I mean, this was this was awesome. And uh, I think that all of us could use a whole lot more peace in our in our lives. And that not just turning off the news. We mean... <laughs> 
real peace uh, for, for each one of us. So again, thank you for coming in. And Larry, thanks for bringing her in. Uh, you're welcome, Eric. All right. And thank you all for listening to the Retire Right podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And I'm just going to say it. This is probably the one that you need to share right away. All of us can benefit from the message that, that Donna gave today talking with Larry. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Heller Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.